As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial. Very cool. So that's, that's Elevation Church. How did that opportunity come to be for you? Wow. Um, they took you away from us. <laughs> it's it, Well, he, at about 30, um, uh-huh. when I turned 30, life went upside down. I ended up doing some time in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said he like got that. arrested. That was Middle really East? rough. <laughs> let me, let me. Hold on, what? <laughs> I, I, um, I stopped him being. You were in the prison. <laughs> yeah. Back. What's yeah, going bro? on? Oh, <laughs> just really finding that, that sounded really horrible. Man, yeah, we time. all got like okay. Um, so I stopped MDing at um, at my old church and okay. um, started working at uh, started working at Walmart mm-hmm. in a warehouse. And uh, one of my friends, Jeff, he hit me up one day and he's like, "Hey, we got this opportunity to go to um, Dubai and play wow. music." I was like, "Yeah, whatever, bro. That's that's a that's a that's a hoax. Whatever." He's like, "No, this is serious." Nigerian so, bro, Prince wrote me. I swear. He, right. So I um, you know, and here's the other thing. It's like it's part of the evolution mm-hmm. of who I am. Um, because I had only grown up in church, only known church, only known the church box. And I'm sure if you've talked with guys that have been in in the same similar kind of scenarios, it has its pros right. and it has its cons. Um, growing up. I still, I mean, it's my foundation. It's what I do. It's what I love. But there can sometimes be a little bit of a disconnect between what's really going on in the re- <laughs> what's really going on in the in the yeah. re- in the real world. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's when we talk about like, well, is are they even having any influence? Are they even being effective right. nowadays? Because like, I mean, you still you're still fighting about yeah, tattoos and yeah. ripped jeans and 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 yeah. hair dye, like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want to waste time talking about that, um, but mm-hmm. I left, and uh, so we did this audition, and this is the first time I had ever. It's like it was like a three sixty because in church, it was like you know don't be too showy because you know yeah. God don't like that. Don't 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 move too much because you know we want you to be excited. But the moment that the moment that you get a little too excited, all of a sudden, and and going to performing. Where you right. have to be on, like you're the main show, you're yeah. the you're the attraction. Right, right, right. Um, so we did end up getting the gig. Uh, went to Dubai, um, and did some time. Did some time. <laughs> <laughs> did did the circuit out there. Yeah. Uh, got engaged during Ramadan. Came back, and then it was like in my a couple months in. Uh, she called me and she's like, "Babe, I think you need to come home now." And I had been feeling like I need to come. Yeah, I need to come home. Um, which is scary when you leave what you've been building for, you know, a certain amount of time, you lose connects and life, life has to go on. Like, you know, people are going to fill your gig or, you know, like, it's not to say that you got forgotten, but like life goes on. So you're coming back. And you're like starting from ground zero. Like you're 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 literally starting from the mm-hmm. from the bottom again. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so we ended up, that was the first time I heard of Elevation Church when I was in the Middle East. Um, And, uh, you know, it was like, you know, one of those, it was like a surreal moment where I flipped open my laptop, was watching on YouTube, watching my pastor. And he said, doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter where you've been. um, God loves you as a call for you on your life. It's time for you to come home. Mm -hmm. And it was too close to what we had been talking about to me right. to be a coincidence. So right. um told my band, you know, handed in my two weeks, broke out of jail, <laughs> Matt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, handed in my two weeks and then um <laughs> and uh so left. Uh we went back to Calgary actually. So we didn't I didn't go right back to Toronto, okay. I went back to Calgary. It was surreal because I couldn't do music. Like, Calgary really didn't have a... Mm. I don't know, man. It was weird. There was... I was at a right. good place. I was newly married, um, learning about marriage and just enjoying that phase of life. And I set up all my keyboards in our apartment and I would play and I would practice. But um didn't want to go work in another church at the time. Didn't want to do any of that. So ended up uh, using my biology degree and went back into pharmacy. Mm. So I was oh, legit wow. going to go right, back into right. pharmacy <laughs> in Calgary. Wow. wow. So worked at London Drugs as a pharmacy tech for a while. But during that, I would follow Elevation. And it was the strangest thing. So when we initially started talking about going backwards to learn yeah. foundations. Yeah. I would wake up every morning, six o'clock, five o'clock, and just get up and practice. I didn't know what I was practicing for. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job. Right. I didn't have nothing lined up. But I would get up and I was cutting up things. I'd be, you know, mm-hmm. listening to jazz standards and working mm-hmm. on my chops and and just getting uh, getting better. Got to say, shout out to Chick Corea, one of the greats who just I who sure just left us. Um, yeah. um, was doing that, and then on Sunday. Because the church service would be streaming live, we would hook up our laptop right. and we would watch. And mm-hmm. I would play along. Oh, wow. So I would play along with the songs. Just me in my living room, just playing along. Yeah. And I didn't know... Mm, they had uh, they were asking to do auditions, and my wife came in one day, and she's like, hey, you need to do this audition. And I was like, nah, I'm not really trying to do that. I was Plus... They're yeah. in America, man. They got. They must have thousands exactly. of keyboard players just True, yeah. lining up, ready <laughs> to get at the, you know. Uh, so, got home one day from work. She's waiting for me at the door. Wow. And she's like, "You're gonna do wow. this audition." So she filmed it. We did the audition. Time pat. I sent the audition in. They called me originally and said, "Hey, do you want to come down to mm-hmm. do the live audition?" But things didn't work out. Uh, so I still yeah. stayed in Calgary, and then. We decided that our time in Calgary was up, so we went back right. to Toronto, back to, we had a house in Brampton, back to our house in Brampton. Wow. And uh, we're going to start over again. Yeah. So uh, this time I'm working at McKesson Canada. So I had, like, music was just like, Hobby. you know, it was just or something that I did yeah, in, yeah. in the background, at least still practicing, still, it's still a part of me, you know, yeah. but. I just wanted to be a good husband and build for, provide for my family yeah. and do all that stuff. So um, the audition went to Elevation Church in Toronto. 
and just and just started serving there. Just started playing. Just wanted to be on the team. When I walked yeah. in, you know how like people from your past. There's always somebody from your past that like kind of trickles into where you where you want to be. So I walk in. They don't really have a keyboard player. This old dude from my old church. Oh my God, LJ's here. Oh wow, you know, did the whole thing. I was just yeah, trying to yeah. sneak in the back, mind my own business, slide yeah. out. Yeah, this guy, you know, I gotta thank him for it because it has me where I am today. But it's he big. talked to the MD, and the MD there was like, "Well, you know, if you want to join the team, uh, you know, th- there's an audition that we usually do." And I was like, "Oh, you mean like this audition?" Because I had it on my phone <laughs> yeah, from a yeah, year and yeah. a half ago. Oh. <laughs> so I showed him that audition, and he's like, "Yeah." yeah. So, and you know what, man? I was mm-hmm. good. I was good to just do that for the rest of my days. I wasn't looking to yeah, do anything wow. else. We were at a school at the time, so we would get up at five in the morning, set up, play, really play wow. two songs, got to see the whole point-to-point thing from Charlotte. I was like, man, yeah. this is cool. Pack yeah. up, go home. We moved to a new location. Uh, one of the worship leaders from down here went up there heard me play and I didn't know that they were looking for a guy with a unique set of skills down right. here in Charlotte to play. So mm. I'm 40, Pastor Stevens mm. 41. So we grew up in the same era, in the same time with the same music, same hymns, whatnot. He grew up um he grew up he didn't grow up Baptist. I don't want to say he grew up Protestant, but he grew up in one of yeah, those yeah. denominations, between, just like yeah, me, yeah. who uh, we sang a lot of hymns. And so uh, they were looking for a guy that could play hymns, but could play gospel yeah. as well, because Pastor right, Stephen's right. a gospel head. I'm going to tell you, he's a gospel head. Like, gotcha. he's like a real one. <laughs> and um, A real one. And, yeah, he's a real one. Like, <laughs> like a real one. His first text to me about gospel was like, yeah, he sent me James Hall, God Wants a Yes, and he said, top top 10 gospel song of all time wow, now, you you gotta Seriously. know gospel to know james hall in new york right, and right. all that stuff Brooklyn, yeah but. yeah so um the guy the worship leader that was in toronto took my name back down and said hey man you gotta hear this guy lj play he's at the toronto campus then mac who was there at the time said wait a minute was that the guy that sent his audition in two years ago from from Calgary but couldn't come down and then Mac messaged me which I thought was another <laughs> hoax because like these are like the big time right. guys to me now him yeah. and, him, he's like hey you know I remember your audition for a couple of years ago you want to you want to come down and do this audition and I and then they said but there's one catch you know we're looking for a specific guy do you know these songs and he sent me a list of the, all these mm. hymns mm. which I had like I told you, my dad was a song. He grew up song on, yeah. So I grew up right, playing right. all of those. And then there was a list. And then the list got weird because it was like all this Israel Houghton stuff. I'm a big Israel Houghton fan. Like right. huge. Um, Aaron Lindsay, New Breed, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there was some gospel stuff in the list. There was like Vashon Mitchell. There was some weird stuff in the list. And I was like, yeah. And I, I wrote them back and I was trying to be humble, trying to be Canadian. <laughs> Sorry, man. No lie. I, I, I probably don't know about five of these songs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, they've yeah, heard yeah. that before. Yeah, so flew down at our Blakeney campus. I met Chris, geeked out a little bit because that was like my dude that I would see right. on TV all the time. And yeah, I yeah. mean, 
I mean, the rest is history, man. Sat down, did the audition, and uh, kind of never turned, never yeah, turned back, well. man. <laughs> Just came down, and the rest has been a beautiful journey from where I started to where and I now am. Now you're right now. the MD there. I'm actually the broadcast worship director, so it's. I was the. MD. Can you explain to our audience so real quick I, I, though what a musical director does, and specifically what your role would do okay. in a church setting? All right. So when I first yes, <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> when I first got down here four years, five years ago, all I was was I was Pastor Stevens' right, keys okay. guy. So he would preach, I play keys, and then I was a part of the team. Um, then. The, I wasn't even directing the band. There was another great guy named Lance who okay. was directing the band. Lance transitioned, and uh, then I became the music director, which would be the the guy who would be calling everything to all the other to all right, the okay. campuses. That's where I was for about a year, year and a year, year and a half, and then then Chris, who I mentioned. We started working closer together. He was actually my supervisor, and uh, he would he was teaching me about you know set building a lot of the stuff that I had known how to do a, a right. certain type of way from mm-hmm. being back home because I'm a former I'm a retired worship leader. <laughs> retired I would say worship he used leader. to sing and play and all that, but oh, he, um, he was he he would teach me all that stuff, and so then it just progressed into like uh, doing the musical arrangements for Easter, Christmas. Mm. All yeah. that kind of stuff, and to where now it's like that's still what I, that's still the main thing that I do. So I basically feel the weight and the responsibility for the music that goes out on a Sunday wow. morning. So whatever, if gotcha. you ever log on and ever see whatever you know, musical arrangements and song choice and stuff, I I get to be a part of that. 